Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, you know, one of the things we love talking about on the Lisa Wexler Show is innovation. And, uh... Our next guest, Victor Crudo, who joins us in studio, is somebody who is uh, one of the leaders of a company that is known for innovation. The company is called ASML. It's not exactly tripping off the tongue, but if you if you know anything about the behind-the-scenes software industry of semiconductors and chips, you definitely know the name. ASML is a company based in the Netherlands, but they have a huge footprint here in Fairfield County. And with an announcement that they are hiring another 1,000 more employees, we really applaud and cheer them. I wanted to get to know the people behind the company. Uh, Victor Crudo is the Director of Management Operations. He's a Connecticut kid. (laughs) Maybe not a kid anymore, but I think of you as a Connecticut kid. And Victor, I understand you worked for Sikorsky. You were in the U.S. Navy. That's correct. Welcome to the show today. Yes, welcome. Thank you so much. A pleasure, a pleasure. And I understand that you're the nicer Judge Judy. Is this correct? Who told you that? That's what I want to know. Who told you that? I like that. I can go with that. Okay. But actually, on the show, I'm not judge at all. I'm okay. Just Lisa. Okay, just Lisa. Lisa. Um, so that's nice, though. Yeah, I could go with that. I, but you know what my favorite Judge Judy line is? It's uh, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. I love that line. I have thought about uttering that line in court more than once. So, Victor, so what do you do for ASML? Okay, well, let me, uh, a short introduction about myself. Yes, Yes, please. Indeed, uh, after high school, I I joined the Navy, and my ambition was to get into aviation. So, yeah, I I landed in a helicopter squadron, and my goal- Really? Yes, my goal was to, after my uh, military service, was to gain employment at Sikorsky Aircraft. And, and as a pilot? Um, as a flight mechanic. A flight crew, mechanic? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I was very much interested in aviation. So that was uh, that was a plan, and uh, I did that for eight years. Working. Thank you for your service yep. to this country. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, then there was... Uh, I want to make this easier for you. Okay. So, there you go. Very mm-hmm. good. And then uh, there was a transition, a career transition for myself. Uh, a friend of mine had taken a job with, back then, Silicon Valley Group. And um, the industry was semiconductors. And back then, that word semiconductor was, yeah, it was foreign. No one understood what that meant. 
Uh, but he says yes. I don't think anybody understands. <laughs> no, it I don't today. think so. Even today, all we do is we say, "Can we just turn our phone on?" That's all we care about. <laughs> we just yeah. need chips. That's right. We just need chips. Yeah. So then it's been 28 years now that I've been uh, employed by well back then SVG and today AS- ASML. And is did the name change or did ASML buy that other company? Yes, ASML acquired SVG back in 2001. Okay. But if I take a step back in history about the site, this actually goes back into the early 70s, where the Route 7 corridor. It was occupied by many different divisions of Perk and Elmer. So that's how this all started. Perk and Elmer, they're big the, company. They're the ones that really started the, um, the lithography business. They were Is the, that right? Yeah, they, they were the innovators of the first litho machine. And uh, yeah, that, that's how the process was born. And um, What does lithography have to do with making chips? Uh, lithography is the, is the science of laying down a circuit pattern on a silicon wafer. And this silicon in this in this pattern is um, many layers of lines and channels that are very small in geometric f- features. We not be able to be seen with the naked eye. Oh no, we're talking nanometers today. Nanometers, not even microns anymore. So yeah, so this is the art of the machine that uh, we produce, and we enable all the big chip makers, big names like Samsung, TSMC, all the the foundry houses. Um, they're able to use our machines to produce the most advanced computer chips. So you hear today a lot about AI or autonomous driving. Yeah, Army. San Francisco today said they're going to allow it 24-7 in San Francisco. There you go. The I don't want to drive on those streets <laughs> altogether. Yeah. 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 It scares me. Yeah, so th- this is what our company does. They, we make wow. The, we make the machines that are used to make computer chips. And it's the litho process, which is one of the most critical of the chip making process, is what ASML does. So in my mind's eye, I'm seeing an old-fashioned wood loom. Mm-hmm. And in the old-fashioned wood loom, I'm seeing yarn. Uh-huh. And the yarn is what Intel and all these other companies are working on to program that the yarn and the threads of the yarn should be whatever. But you're making the wood frame, so to speak, but yeah. it's not wood. Yeah, think of it more of a, of a big camera system. Okay. That uh, we're producing an image through a customer's mask or reticle, and this is the circuit pattern, and that image is then etched onto a silicon wafer. Oh. But this image is in, in nanometers. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And you said it keeps getting smaller. What kind of science and scientific background do you need to work at AMSM, ASML for yeah. this kind of work? Yeah. I know it's a tough one, uh, tough acronym to get out. Yeah. Um, sure. So, yeah, we, we, we have the gamut of all kinds of careers at ASML. So everything from mechatronics. Optical. What is megatronics? Megatronics is these big mechanical, electrical um, pieces of equipment. And uh, they have all servo parameters. They have all kinds of high-end uh, robotics, um, high-end uh, um, servo systems that control how fast the machine can go. Because this machine, it, yeah, it's, it's going at speeds greater than 3, 10, and soon to be 15 Gs. So it's really going and accelerating at a very rapid uh, pace. So th- getting back to the, uh, let's say, background. So we're looking for um, people with electrical backgrounds, software backgrounds, but any transferable skill. So we also look for attributes that, that people are willing to learn. Really? You'll train them? We'll train them. We've hired people who are, let's say, nail technicians because they have that you know, de- fine high, uh, eye to hand. Manicurists. Yes, yes. They have the dexterity to do this. 
and they've become very good technicians. Are you listening? If anybody's <laughs> listening right now who's on a bus from Flushing, who's doing uh, my nails you know, spectacularly well, uh, there could be another opportunity to transfer those skills to go to ASML and get full health benefits. There you go. Pretty unbelievable, actually. Mm-hmm. But we also have a lot of connections with a lot of local uh, schools, whether at the Votech schools like Platt Tech. Mm. Or Abbott is or up Abbott. in Danbury, right? Yep. Yep. And um, the community colleges like Housatonic. Um, Naugatuck Valley, and uh, they have advanced manufacturing programs where where the programs that they're learning are very relatable to what what we're They're trying to make it that way. They really want to make it that way. Do you need to be very good in, let's say, algebra or geometry? Of of course, that helps. And you look at some of the more higher-end positions, like the engineers, sure. We need folks that... uh, So in every level of what you can do, you can pretty much slot in a skill for them. You got it. Exactly. Exactly. Not to mention, you know, average jobs like human resources or... Logistics. Or logistics or procurement or all those kinds of things. Planning. Yes. So in the thousand new jobs, do they run the gamut of all of those or are you looking for a specific category mostly? We're growing in all aspects. Yep. So exciting. Yeah. And it's right in our backyard. It's only... 15, 20, you know, 20 I know minutes. where it is. Five yeah. minutes from my house. Although I think you should plant more trees in the front. <laughs> yes. We're going through a complete expansion, <laughs> 360 degrees. We're even putting a new road that's going through a mountain. I don't know if you heard about this. No. Yes. But I hope you don't have to kill too many trees to <laughs> no, do it. No. No, it was rock. <laughs> oh, rock is good. I know there's a lot of ledge around there. No, if, if there's one thing the Netherlands are known for, it is for caring about the environment. So I imagine yes. your company, I would think with every decision they make, they would take that into consideration. ESG is very big. Big, right? And it's real. Yes. It's real for your company. You like working there, Victor? Been there 28 years now. And you like it. You're still very young. I'm not as young as you think I'm. (laughs) You look very young. And so you took this Navy, which, of course, I would think inculcates and and encourages discipline, right? Being Mm -hmm. in the military. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you went to Sikorsky, and mm. now you find yourself doing this. Are you, do you, in your current job, is there anything about aviation in your current job? Any of the skills you learned there? Well, attention to detail, of course. Right? Oh, yeah, so it's very course. important in aviation. So we instill you know, a great sense of pride and craftsmanship in what we're doing. And it's all about quality. So we want to deliver the best product to our customer. And in order to do that, we have to make sure that our products perform at the highest levels. And, yeah, that, that stems from a lot of uh, things that we do in aviation as well as automotive as well. What? Um, so you've mentioned community colleges. If you could choose to emphasize educationally what you think American kids should be learning, what would that be? Uh, yeah, for sure, math and science. Math and science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basic math and science. Basic math and science, yeah. Are you finding that there are enough qualified applicants for what you need that know the basic math and science? It's a, it's been a challenge. We we've grown a lot in the last few years. We doubled our population in the last five years, and so that was a very challenging period. And so yeah, with this expansion, we're looking to hire another thousand employees, and uh, yeah, the challenge is not as big as the last couple of years, but for sure, yeah, we'll, we'll run into these problems. And this is. This is why we're connecting with a lot of local communities as well as you know, making connections with universities within the state and outside the state, Cornell being one of them. Yeah, tell me about that. What do you mean? Yeah, so we have uh, a lot of our R&D engineers coming from these high-end schools, 
Yeah, they've established relationships. So there's actually programs with some of these universities where we sponsor robotics competitions, um, various uh, science courses. And we have a number of employees that actually teach at some of these universities. I think we need yep. that. Yep. You know something, Victor? So I don't know if you know this, mm -hmm. but I uh, started um, a radio show. I started, a, let, me, let me back up. It, what, there, I started a program with another science company mm -hmm. that sponsored an award for high school students in the area that were ex excelling in an independent research project in science, mm -hmm. in any of them, any kind of STEM area. And the award was coming on the radio to talk about their project because a lot of these, because frankly, I felt like athletes, as opposed to academics, already get a lot of accolades in our community. But I really wanted a way to honor and award the people that are toiling in these independent science research projects that work really hard because I consider themselves, I consider them to be the future of America, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, personally. Mm -hmm. Not that you can't be athletic also, but in terms of what we need as a society, I think we need to applaud and encourage these kids. Mm -hmm. So we did this program for six or seven years, and it stopped during COVID. And now I would like to restart it. Um, so maybe I'll talk to you, you know, off air about restarting it because sure. it was it was quite wonderful, and we kept all the interviews so you can hear what it was about. Mm -hmm. um, the company that was sponsoring it initially, they've hit hard financial times, mm -hmm. so they can't do it anymore. And that happens sometimes. But I just love what you're talking about in that ASML is recognizing that it's a, it's a back and forth. Yep. We have a, an extensive internship program, again, with universities, colleges across the United States. We had over 140 interns this past year. And really? As part of, as part of their, uh, let's say, assignment, they have to present at the end of their internship what the project they were working on and, and the benefit they, they're bringing. I was just involved in one last week where an intern solved a complex customer issue. There was a, yeah, a component or an assembly that, let's say, was not working well. It was not one of Wilton's products, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, we gave him the task, and uh, he's an electrical engineer. He was able to identify the root cause and come up with a corrective action. And explain it. Yes, and explain it. Uh, it was just tremendous. Tremendous. Yeah. So does this intern then get, you know, offered employment at ASML? Yeah. 100%. A, a, a lot of times they do. A yes. lot of times yeah. they do. Yeah. And how old are the interns? Oh, yeah. They're in their you know, third or fourth year in, in school. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So these are college interns? Yeah. Yeah. That's a wonderful way to get to yeah. know people. Yeah. And where else is ASML located besides Wilton? I mean, in the States. Yeah. So besides the States, uh, there's nine other factories across the network, and so a lot of it is in the Netherlands. Right. As well as in uh, Taiwan. Really? Yeah. And um, we have customer service offices around the globe. Customer service. Yeah. But the main manufacturing in America is right here in Wilton. It's right here in Wilton. We also have a, a factory in San Diego. Okay. Yep. And uh, a software center uh, also in San Jose area. Are we doing... Um, just from a policy point of view, you can either talk about Connecticut or nationally. Are there policies that ASML thinks that we ought to be walking towards in order to keep current and better competitively in the world? 
it, it's it's all about that today. It's all it's all about that. So yeah, this technology, yeah, we ha- we have the most advanced machine in the world. To you, and more uh, than China, huh? More than China, yes. Okay. And uh, and so yes, we want to hold that position. Right. And so how are we going to hold that position? Do you talk about that as a company? Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. what can you tell our audience about? what you think that we should know from your point of view that would help us hold on to a competitive edge? Well, <clears throat> we embrace, you know, three core values. Let me hear. Know. Yeah. Challenge, collaborate, and care. And so as part of these three values, um, especially challenge, we challenge each other. We challenge um, how we could perform at higher levels. Uh, and how do we do it? Through collaboration. So on this site in Wilton specifically, we have many different sectors, R&D, manufacturing, planning, logistics, so forth. It's all about collaborating together. How do we yeah, perform at a higher level while working together? But we do this in a way where we care for each other, right? Um, we care about employees, their work-life balance. We care about their career ambitions, their goals. So how can we bring someone to a higher level if they desire? So. These three core values is kind of the backbone of the culture at ASML. And that's, and that's a global uh, initiative. We're chatting with Victor Crudo, uh, who has been t- chatting with us about ASML, which is fabulously for us expanding even more so into Wilton. We'll be right back with more of the Lisa Wexler Show. Stay tuned. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And welcome back. We are chatting with Victor Crudo about ASML at 203-333-9422. So, Victor, let me ask you this. Um, we're chatting about what you're doing and the fact that ASML has 1,000 new jobs. Where can people find the jobs? Is, do they have to go on ASML? Are they looking at a staffing agency? How do they find out if they can be somebody that can work for your company? Absolutely, yeah. So, the, I say the easiest thing to do is just ASML.com. That's it. And there's careers, and you'll see careers both at the Wilton site as well as the national as well as international positions. And what about uh, this hybrid working from home? You know, so many companies are going back to a five-day a week, but other companies are like, wait a minute, hybrid works for some jobs but not from others. What is ASML's philosophy with respect to that today? Well, from being in manufacturing, we're there every day. You're the, of course. You have to be there. As every a matter of fact, we have operations that carry seven days a week, twenty-four hours a day. So okay. we have work centers on these kind of schedules. Um, so predominantly all in manufacturing, it's uh, you know f- full time on site. A lot of the other uh, roles, things like uh, software engineering, let's say, where there are uh, work from home policies, so they're capable of working you know one two days a week from home. 
So it depends on the, the department, the sector, and what's required to be on site or not. So there's a flexibility yep. there. Yep. Yeah. My son-in-law is a software engineer for Amazon Web Services. And, you know, Amazon has recently insisted that everybody go in the office. But there is resistance mm-hmm. among the software engineers. I can tell you right now. He goes in every day because he finds it valuable to be there. Mm-hmm. He likes to collaborate with people. Sure. But a lot of software engineers have gotten used to being at home, and they do their work thinking with a computer. They don't feel they need to waste time in a commute. Mm -hmm. I guess it depends what you do. So your company's flexible about that. And are you hiring right now, or is the hiring anticipated in the next 6 to 12 months? There is hiring today. And uh, just like you mentioned about the expansion, all this is taking some time, right? Yes, of course. So we're adding new manufacturing space, new cafeteria, new experience center that's going to be great for the community. Um, so, yeah, as all these construction uh, projects unfold, this is which will also bring in more employees or the requirement for more So it's, it's a rolling it's kind a, of thing. Exactly. As you're expanding. Exactly. And then my final question for you, and I thank you for giving us your time today, is what made ASML decide to invest so heavily right here? I think this, again, goes back to the history of the site. We do have a lot of employees that have been here through the 90s and 2000s that has a lot of experience with semiconductor and the, the processes involved. One of the core competencies, optical uh, fabrication, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's very detailed. It's, it's, it's a little bit of uh, an artist's uh, craftsmanship, and uh, to pick up and redeploy someplace else would be very challenging to find the right skill sets. I'm glad because... I know that Connecticut is a higher cost place to live than other places, and sometimes we lose companies Mm -hmm. because they perceive that they have a more favorable tax structure elsewhere or something like that. So we were very grateful in our community to hear that ASML was continuing to make such an investment in where we live, because I think the quality of life in Connecticut is pretty extraordinary, actually. When you were growing up in Stratford, did you foresee or think that you wanted to stay here in Connecticut? That was my uh, my objective, yeah. It time. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. Well, thank you very much for, for being here, Victor okay, Crudo. We really appreciate it. It's really you. lovely to, to meet you and get to know you. And, um, and thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, we're going to be right back. Stimulation for your brain. This is the Lisa Wexler Show on WICC's 600 AM and 107.3 FM. And hello, welcome back to the show. Just quickly, we uh, had a caller ask what the difference is between Perk and Elmer and ASML. And the answer is it's a successor in interest. Uh, Perk and Elmer is the former name of the company that was eventually bought by another company, SVG. And then SVG was bought by... Uh, ASML. So I, as a lawyer, I would tell you it's a successor in interest. But I I mean, I just think we're really lucky to have a company like them in the area that it continues to invest and expand in such a high level um, area in which there's going to continue to be a demand for those kind of services and that kind of technology. So I was very happy to hear that. And that's why it was nice to get to know Victor Crudo. 203-333-9422. Let's go to Frank from Norwalk. Hi, Frank. 
No, not Frank. Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry, Frank. <laughs> sorry. But you know what? We are going to speak to a different Frank. We're going to be speaking to Frank Reccia in just a few minutes. He'll be uh, calling in. Uh, he is a News 12 reporter, television reporter. We love having him on. And he has a very particularly warm and poignant human interest story he wants to talk with us about in just a few minutes. We are going to be chatting as well with Mayor Joe Gannam. At 11.30 this morning, who is apparently on his way to a picnic kind of an event, and we'll get him en route, and we'll ask him a little bit about, um, well, his thoughts on this campaign. And just to keep you up to date thus far, we still have not heard from the Bridgeport City Clerk as to which candidates, if any, make the petition cut for a September 12th primary. But we know that John Gomes submitted over 3,000 signatures. So the predictions are that he is likely to survive any kind of challenge. He needs about 2,100. And with respect to Marilyn Moore and Lamont Daniels, we simply don't know. But Lenny Grimaldi of Only in Bridgeport discloses that that all of these people are trying to vie for at least one kind of line on a different party for November. And in fact, uh, Joe Gannam himself has given himself an insurance plan. If he doesn't survive a primary challenge against him, then apparently he also will be on a line on the ballot in November, something called the Movement or Movement in Bridgeport Party, something like that. Uh, John Gomes has the Independent Party line signed up. And then there's the Working Families Party, which is also a line that Marilyn Moore got last time around four years ago, uh, but or the endorsement, I should say. She did not actually get on the ballot. She had the endorsement, but she didn't have enough petition signatures to get on the ballot. You don't need as many as you need for a primary, but you need some. And so every campaign needs to be organized to get on the ballot in November. I'm Lisa Wexler. We've got news, weather, and traffic here at 11 o'clock. We'll be right back with News 12's Frank Reccia. Stay tuned. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.